Amen. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. I said, praise the Lord, church. Amen. So we already prayed. Amen. So we're going to go straight to the word. Is that okay? Amen. So I know all this month, amen, we've been talking about purpose. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, read from the first book of Samuel, chapter 3, verse 1. And the word of God says this. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. And the word of and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call. My son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, speak for your servant hears. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and stop right there. Amen. So right here what we have, amen. So we have Samuel, amen. Now before I go into this, let me talk a little bit about what happened the chapter before. So in the chapter before, amen, we have a, a, a woman named Anna, amen. Anna was, was a woman that she could not bear any children, amen. So the Bible says that she began to pray, amen. She was praying and praying, amen, unto the Lord because she wanted to bear a child, amen. She was so desperate to have a child that she told the Lord, Lord, if you give me a child, I will pre present my child to you. Amen. So the Bible says that, you know, the, the Lord honored her. She got pregnant. Amen. And, and she didn't give up her child right away. Amen. The Bible says that she waited for a little bit until he was old enough, amen, to eat on his own. So then he was presented to be with Eli. Amen. And if we know anything about Eli and his kids, amen, that is that they were at the, you know, they were in charge in the tabernacle, amen. But if we know anything about Eli's kids is that 
the, the Bible says that they were wicked in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. They weren't doing things that were right in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. And, and, and while Eli's kids were not doing things right in the eyes of the Lord, the Bible says that Samuel was ministering unto the Lord. Amen. So while these things were happening, amen, while, while, while Eli's kids were being disobedient, amen, they were fornicating, they were stealing from the offering. While they were doing all this, Samuel was ministering unto the Lord. Now, what does that mean? That means that Samuel would be opening up the doors, lighting up the lights, amen, you know, making sure everything was 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 right in the church in the tabernacle amen lighting up the candles so that's what samuel was doing he was doing the little stuff because keep in mind he's he was a young child amen so you know and then the bible says that a man of god went to eli and started telling him hey your kids are not doing the right things in the eyes of the lord and your kids are gonna die that's what the bible says and you know what and the lord says that He's going to send a priest, amen, a priest that's going to be after my own heart, a priest that's going to be, that's going to think the way that I think, amen. So the Lord, he already he made up the decision that Eli's kids, that Eli's house was going to die, amen. So he needed somebody, he needed a priest, amen, to be able to go preach, you know, prophesy, you know, speak to the people of israel about the lord because during this time amen the word of god says that you know not a lot of people received revelation of the lord you know and 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 so right here in in in, in chapter three we have samuel amen that he's in the tabernacle okay and then the lord is calling him and he thinks it's eli and not even eli knows or can discern that is the presence of the Lord calling him. Now, the, the word of God says that Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. Keep in mind, he was with Eli and Eli's kids. They were taking care of the tabernacle. So for, 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 for the Lord, for the word of God not to be revealed to him, that means that Eli's kids were doing wicked things. Amen. Because if you're in the house of the Lord, you're going to talk to somebody about the Lord. Amen. You're going to talk to somebody about the Lord. So Samuel didn't even know about the word of God. He was just ministering to, unto the Lord. He was faithful. Amen. So even though these things were happening, you know, in the house of the Lord, Samuel remained faithful. Now, you know what? I honestly believe that, you know, obviously Samuel had a purpose because he shouldn't have been alive because his mom wasn't able to bear any children. So for Samuel to be born, you know, he had a purpose. I said, you know he had a purpose. And Anna's prayers, amen, because the Bible says Anna prayed and Anna prayed. So Anna's prayer, I'm pretty sure Anna's prayers had something to do with the calling that Samuel had. Amen. So the Bible says, amen, that when in, in the chapter before that, that the Lord was going to call a priest, he was going to call a priest. 
Samuel, he didn't know that he was that he was gonna be the new the new um, the new prophet. He didn't know that. The only thing that Samuel was doing, he was just administering unto the Lord. He was just doing, you know, little things for the Lord. He was just, you know, doing the work of the Lord with a pure heart. Now, look, not even Eli received revelation from the Lord. Amen. Because the Bible says that in those days, it was very minimal. People didn't receive, you know, a lot of visions from the Lord. So for Samuel to receive this revelation, it was powerful. It was a big thing. That, that, that must have meant that he was chosen. He was anointed and he was appointed. Amen. Because not a lot of people were receiving visions from the Lord. So right here, Samuel gets this, you know, the Lord visits Samuel, amen. And then the Lord starts telling Samuel what he's going to do to the house of Eli. Starts telling Samuel, hey, Eli and his kids are going to die. And he knows why. So the Lord starts telling this to, to Samuel, the things that's going to happen to Eli's house, the things that is going to happen to Eli's kids, amen. So Samuel, and look, Samuel has so much respect for Eli that the next day when he woke up, he didn't tell, he didn't want to tell nothing to Eli. Amen. He didn't want to tell nothing to Eli. It wasn't until Eli asked him, hey, Samuel, so what was it that the Lord showed you? Keep in mind, Samuel was a, he was, he, he was a young child. Eli was a grown man. Eli was supposed to have his own relationship with the Lord, but he didn't. Eli's kids, they were grown, they were older. They were supposed to have their own relationship with the Lord, but they didn't. So Samuel was the one that was supposed to go to Eli and say, Hey, Eli, what has the Lord, the Lord showed you? But it was the other way around. Eli went to Samuel. Hey, Samuel. So what was it that the Lord showed you? So Samuel told him. So this is what the Lord said. The Lord said this. The Lord said that your kids were going to die. Amen. Because of, of, of the wicked way, of the wicked things that they were doing. So Samuel told him this. And what was Eli's reaction? Well, let God do whatever he wants. Let him do whatever he wants. That was his reaction. Amen. So Samuel, he had a purpose. Amen. Samuel had a purpose. So when, when, when he was born, he was born with a purpose. Imagine if he would have got sidetracked on what was happening in the house of Eli, he would have never fulfilled his purpose. Amen. If he would have gotten sidetracked with everything that he was seeing, Eli's kids were fornicating. Eli's kids were stealing from the offering. But Samuel, he remained faithful unto the Lord. And I know that Samuel remained faithful unto the Lord because he received, he received a vision from the Lord. Amen. Because he had a purpose. The Lord needed, uh, he needed a priest. The Lord needed a prophet to be able to speak to the people of Israel. Amen. The Lord needed somebody. So Samuel, his obedience, his faithfulness helped him fulfill his purpose. Amen. So it does not matter, brother and sister, how old you are. 
Amen. When we're inside our mother's womb, the Lord already knows he has a purpose. If me and you are here in the house of the Lord today, we have a purpose. Amen. Look, we were supposed to be dead. If we're still alive, it's because we have a purpose. A lot of people in the Bible, they should have been dead, but they were not dead because they had a purpose. Amen. When we have a purpose, amen, when we're, when we're, when we're, and look, the Lord does not look for perfect people. Amen. Just some faithful ones because no one in here is perfect. Bible says our righteousness is like dirty rags. We're all sinners and we all come short in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. So, but the Lord is looking for somebody just to be faithful in the little things. Bible says that when we're faithful in the little things, he will bless us in the great things. So uh, Samuel, amen, he was faithful in the little things. He was turning on the candle. He was probably sweeping the tabernacle, amen, and that's what the Lord was looking for. He was looking for somebody to be faithful. He was, some, he was looking for somebody that, 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 uh, that took care of the house of the Lord because Eli's kids were wicked. The Bible mentions a couple times, amen, in the chapter before and the chapter afterwards, it mentions a couple times that Samuel was, was ministering unto the Lord before Eli, but Eli's kids were wicked, amen, but Eli's kids were wicked. That means that Samuel did not get distracted. He was not focusing what they were doing. You know, uh, you know, Samuel, he could have he, he had a right to say, hey, well, look, this is what I was taught. This is what I was taught. You know, I came into this place when I was little, and I, this is all I seen. I seen, you know, people robbing offerings, and I seen people fornicating. I seen people not faithful to the Lord, but he didn't. He didn't. He was faithful unto the Lord. Amen. He was faithful unto the Lord. He continued to administer unto the Lord. He continued taking care of the house of the Lord. Amen. We can't be sidetracked and we can't be distracted on our surroundings. Amen. Because we have a purpose. Amen. We have a purpose. Now, Samuel's mom couldn't bear any children. So Samuel, miracle baby, he shouldn't be alive. He's a miracle baby. So you know he has a purpose. Amen. A lot of us in here, we shouldn't be in here. That's how I know, man. If I didn't, if I, if I didn't stay out there, it's because I must have a purpose. Amen. Right here, Samuel would minister unto the Lord while Eli's kids were doing wicked things. He didn't get sidetracked. Amen. He stayed faithful unto the Lord. Amen. And look, 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 35 says this. The chapter before it says this. Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who shall do according to what is in my heart and in my mind. I will build him a sure house, and he shall walk before my anointed forever. This is what the men of God is telling Eli. 
that the Lord, the, 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 type, of, the type of person that the Lord is going to get. He said, you know what, Eli? You messed up. You didn't fulfill your purpose. So guess what? I'm going to find someone, someone else more faithful to fulfill the purpose. So right here, the chapter before, the Lord is saying, I'm going to find myself a faithful priest. And then the next chapter, we see the Lord himself coming into unto, unto Samuel, calling him by name. Amen. So I know Samuel has a purpose. Amen. So in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. So we all have a purpose. We all have something to do in the Lord. Amen. Either, either talk to somebody about the Lord. Amen. Either, you know, see, see, we're blessed because, you know, we don't have to worry about sweeping the church because that's already taken care of when we get here. Amen. But there's other things that we can do. Amen. And whatever we do, we got to do it wholeheartedly unto the Lord. Amen. Because the Lord sees. Amen. The Lord sees. You know, whatever we do, do it unto the Lord. Amen. Oh, man, I got to clean the toilet again. Do it unto the Lord. Amen. Because it's more than that. It is more than that. Samuel, he was just doing little stuff because he was a child, so he couldn't do that much. But to the natural eye, it was little, but in the eyes of the Lord, it was a faithful priest. Amen. So when we do something for the house of the Lord, when we do something unto the Lord, to us it might be little, to, the, to our brother, to our sister, it might be little, but to our Lord, it's, it's, it's faithfulness. Amen. It's faithfulness. So that means that when we're in need, amen, that means that when, when we're going through our trials and tribulations and we cry out to the Lord, the Lord is going to remember us. The Lord is going to remember us. Amen. And look, Eli's kids, okay. Now, Samuel had a purpose. Amen. All of us in here, we all have a purpose. Everybody, you know what? Everything has a purpose from the smallest things the other day amen you know for 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 months i don't know about years but for months i was driving my wife's car with uh, with only one headlight and i didn't i, I didn't know because you know i went to Diffie, i mean i didn't know because i can't see myself driving you know i don't know like oh you know i can't i can't do that so for a while i was driving without a headlight amen I took it to Jiffy Loop. I don't know why Jiffy Loop. You know, I know they just do old things. But I was like, hey, since you're there already, check my headlight. So they're like, hey, we did it. It works. So I'm like, okay, you know. But apparently they didn't. So, so you know, I was driving around without a headlight. So, you know, I told my wife one day. Actually, this was the other day. Hey, let's go to AutoZone. I feel like fixing that headlight. So, and then I was like, you know what? While I'm at it, my hunk hasn't been working. So let me see if I can fix that too, since I'm, I'm already in that spirit of fixing cars, you know? <laughs> so I went on, you know, I remembered that there's like fuses for the honks and stuff like that. I don't know if that's true. I might be wrong. But so I, real quick, I went on YouTube and I was all like, oh, there is. So I told my wife, 
Okay, so we got to AutoZone. Told my wife, what year of the car is this again? Okay, hey, turn on, pop the hood open. And it was hot. So I didn't want to tell her to turn off the car and turn off the AC because I had her in there with my, with my daughters in there. So I was like, oh, fuse number 10. Looked at it. That one's still good. Put it back in. I picked up another fuse and it turned off the whole car. And I looked at it and I was like, it's not burnt. So my wife goes, babe, you turned off the car. So I put it back in. I said, turn it back on. So she turned it back on and she goes, babe, the check engine light is on now. And I was like, oh man. So I went to AutoZone, I got me the light bulb and I was like, you know what? I gotta get me an OBD reader. So I was like, I got me an OBD reader. If you don't know what that means, that's when you put, you put in the computer, you know, you check, it tells you what's wrong with it. It gave me this one code. I still don't know what it is. I erased it. It hasn't popped back up. So whatever it is, it's taken care of. But the moral of the story is this. The moral of the story is this, that that little chip, that little chip was able to turn off the car, the entire car, that little tiny $5 chip had a purpose. I still don't know what it is, but whatever it is, is keeping the car on. Brother and sister, if you think that you don't have a purpose in the kingdom of God, the devil's a liar. Brother, the Lord, the Lord needs us. The family, our family needs us. This is, this community needs us. Man, this county needs us. Cause if we don't give the, the county the word of the Lord, who's gonna give it to them? It don't matter how tiny we are. You might even think that you don't have a purpose. We have a purpose. You know what? That, that manufacturer, that manufacturer knows the purpose. Whoever built that car knows the purpose of that fuse. I don't know that purpose. All I know is that when I put it back in, it turned back on. The Lord knows our purpose. He knows our purpose. Amen. And we just got to be faithful. Okay? Now look. So a lot of things have purposes. Sin has a purpose. Okay? Now, this is the revelation that I got. This is my what I got. Purpose and sin can do two things. It can separate, it can separate us from the love of God. It can separate us from the presence of the Lord or it can brings us or it can bring us closer to him. Let me explain. Okay? So Eli's kids, amen, Eli's kids were in sin, so what happened to them? They died, they got killed. 1 Samuel 4.10 says this, so the Philistines fought and Israel was defeated and every man fled to his tent. There was a very great slaughter and there fell of Israel 30,000 foot soldiers, verse 11. Also, the ark of God was captured, and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, died. So they died because the Lord had already said, hey, they're going to die because they're doing wicked things in the eyes of the Lord. So their sin got them killed. Let's look at another example with Peter. He fell short from, you know, from the presence of the Lord. He denied Jesus, okay? 
He didn't, when, when, when Jesus was arrested, he was confronted by, by a lot of soldiers. Right there, Peter was not afraid. He was surrounded by a whole bunch of soldiers, soldiers with swords, amen, because, I mean, there's no police officer with no guns, so I'm assuming that those soldiers had swords, amen. So right there and then, Peter was not afraid. Hey, you're not taking Jesus. Boom, right? But, but when Jesus was arrested, the Bible says that one little servant came out and said, hey, aren't you one of them? And he was like, no. So when he confronted the soldiers, okay, he was brave. <sighs> but at this point, when he was already scared, one little servant came to him. Hey, aren't you one of him? That made him fall. The soldiers did not make him fall. Sometimes the big things don't make us fall. It's the little things. It's the little things. Because we, we say, ah, you know what? Ah, it's just, it's just this. Ah, it's just one beer. Ah, it's just that. The little things is what makes, makes us fall. So Peter, amen, denied Jesus three times. Now, after he denied Jesus in verse, in chapter 26, verse 30, 75, it says this. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus who has said to him, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. So the Bible says that he went out and wept bitterly. So he repented. He repented. He wept bitterly. And you know what? If you ask me, Peter had to go through that. Because he was getting ready to be used in a great and mighty way for the Lord. He was going to be, he was going to say that one of the greatest preachings that will last for thousands of years. That to this day, we preach Acts 2.38. So Peter had to go through that. He had to fall. Why? Because he was going to get back up. That's why Jesus told him, Peter, Satan has asked for you that he can sift you like wheat. But I've prayed, amen, that your faith will faint not. So when you return, amen, so when you return, amen, you can confirm with your brothers. So he knew that he was going to fall. But see, Peter had to fall. So whatever he had inside of him, it could have been pride. Because see, when we fall, when we sin, it does something to us. When we fall, it does something to us. Because then we repent and we feel God's mercy. And God's mercy does something to a man and to a woman. Man, you know what? I'm not going to do that ever again. You know what, man, I got drunk last night, but today I repented. And you know what? I feel the presence of the Lord. I started speaking in tongues again. Man, the devil's a liar. I am not going to drink ever again. So that's the attitude that Peter had. He said, you know what? To this day, I will never deny the gospel. I will never deny the presence of the Lord. And that's why he was able to take a beating and still preach the gospel. 
he was able to die for the Lord. So Peter's sin got him closer to the Lord. So sin, that's why I say sin can separate you from God or it can bring you closer. Samuel, okay. Judas, we all know about Judas. Amen. Sin got him killed. Matthew chapter 27, verse 5. Then he threw down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. Amen. So he knew that he messed up. And look, when he went, okay, the Bible says that he, when he went to give him, to return back the silver, they're like, hey, no, 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 we don't want it. As a matter of fact, they knew they didn't even want that money because they knew that that money was, well, it, Jesus' blood shed because of that money. So the priests were like, no, 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 you knew what you were doing. We're smarter than that. We're not going to take that money back. The, these people were smarter than Judah. They're like, no, 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 no. You know, it's like when, 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 you get, when you get manipulated to do something and then you say, now you do it. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that crazy. <laughs> no, no, I was just, that's, that's all you right there. So Judah was, he, the Judah, Judah just threw them the money. They didn't even want to take it. They used it, and they used it to purchase something else. They didn't even want to keep that money because they knew that, that, that somebody's blood shed because of that money. So Judah, he could have repented, okay? He could have, he, he did feel bad. He felt bad, okay? He felt bad. He felt remorseful, okay? That's why he hung himself. But see, he felt bad. But he didn't repent. Because it's, it's one thing to feel bad. And it's one thing to repent. Ah, oh, man, I feel, oh, okay. But another thing is, Lord, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like Peter, what Peter did, he started crying bitterly unto, unto the Lord. And I know the Lord repented forgave him because he got filled with the power of the holy ghost i know the lord forgave him because the book of acts chapter 2 that's all peter right there amen but judas hung himself we got another one david's sin got him closer to the lord psalms 1 51 verse 1 and 2 says have mercy on me O god according to your unfailing love according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. He wrote this psalm after he committed adultery. Amen. And that's a, that's a heavy, heavy sin. But right here, he repented. He repented. With, when he was saying this psalm, he was repenting. Amen. That's why the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. But what happened to King Saul? King Saul's sin got him killed. First book of Samuel 31 verse 4 says, Then, Samuel, then Saul said to his arm bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised men come 
and thrust me through and abused me. But his arm bearer would not, for he was greatly afraid. Therefore Saul took a sword and fell on it. But before he, before he did this, years before he, he did this, he was disobedient a couple times. He was disobedient a lot of times to the point where, where, where God tells the prophet Samuel, I repent, I, I, I regret making Saul. I, I regret anointing Saul. So uh, Saul didn't fulfill his purpose. Saul didn't fulfill his purpose, so he had to call David to fulfill his purpose. Amen. So the Saul, the, the, the sin that Saul committed got him killed. Amen. Now look, Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So our sin, amen, got us close to Jesus Christ. Because our sin is what brought him. Our sin is what took him to the cross. Our sin is what made him resurrect on the third day, made, made him pour out his spirit upon us. Amen. The sin that we were in, amen, made, made Jesus do what he did so we can have hope, so, so we don't die in our own sins. Amen. So we're able to get baptized in Jesus' name. We're able to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost and that we're able to repent. So now we're not sinners that are condemned, but we are sinners that are redeemed. Amen. So sin can either take us out or bring us closer to the Lord. Amen. That's why we can't take repentance for granted. I don't want to be like Eli's kids. I don't want to be like King Saul. I don't want to be like these other people that that backslid it and never made it back. We've all heard stories. Oh yeah, he backslid it and he died. We've all heard stories. That's why we can't take today for granted. Why? Because we have a purpose. And what is purpose? What, what is our purpose? To be able to serve God, to be able to talk to somebody about the power of the Holy Ghost, to be able to talk to somebody about the baptism of Jesus' name. That is our purpose. If you don't know what your purpose is, brother and sister, that is your purpose, to go out and preach the gospel so someone can get the revelation and they can make heaven their home by baptizing in the name of Jesus Christ. So if we don't know what our purpose is, that's our purpose. Amen. That's our purpose. And that's why when we get filled with the Holy Ghost, we start doing things that we didn't do before. Amen. See, sin prepared us to do things for the Lord. Let me explain. When we're out there in the world, we did a lot of foolish things. And we didn't care what anybody thought. The devil thought that he had us. But the Lord said, you know what, devil, I'm going to let you do the dirty work. Because of you, they're going to lose, lose their dignity. So when I get there, they're going to be broken. And if we did foolish things, if we did foolish things out there, amen, when it comes to the Lord, we don't care. Hey, 
Why are you preaching the gospel? Hey, I know what Jesus did for me. I know what Jesus. That's why the Bible says the Lord uses, uh, gets the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Because see, out there when we did foolish things, we didn't care what nobody thought. So now, when we felt the Spirit of the Lord, man, I don't know about you, but before I came here, I used to hear voices. But now, the voice that I hear is the voice of the Lord. So if they used to call me crazy then, and I didn't care, I certainly don't care if they call me crazy now. Because I know what the Lord has done. I know what the Lord has done. Amen. And that's why we have to fulfill the purpose when King Saul, when, 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 when the Lord regret anointing King Saul, amen, he said that he was going to pick somebody better. He's going to pick somebody better and do it better. And he got David. And see, look, King Saul, he looked at the outward appearance. That's why when he was out in the battlefield, he had David's three biggest brothers because he looked at the outer appearance but the lord he looks at the in in at, at, at the inside that's why he was able to pick david because he didn't look at the outward he looked at the inward but saul he looked at the outward everybody did that's why when david showed up they're like hey get out of here but no david had a purpose people didn't know he had a purpose but the Lord knew he had a purpose. And as soon as he heard the Goliath, he knew he had a purpose. He knew he had to take that thing down. Amen. So we have a purpose, brother and sister. Amen. So if I see something, I don't care. If I hear something, I don't care. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. Amen. Because we have a purpose. So I'm pretty sure Samuel seen things. I'm pretty sure Samuel heard things, amen, but he didn't get up. Samuel did not react until he heard the voice of the Lord. He didn't do, when he heard Eli's voice, when he heard Eli's kids talking about what they were talking, I'm sure he did. He didn't, but Bible doesn't record any of that. But when he heard the voice of the Lord, that's when he got up. And Eli, he didn't even know. It was, the ark was in there. The ark of the Lord was in there. He didn't even talk to Eli. He didn't even talk to Eli's kids. He talked to Samuel. He's like, this is my faithful priest. So when you think nobody's watching, somebody's watching. When you're doing something for the Lord and you think nobody's watching, somebody's watching. When you think Oh, man, nobody said thank you. Oh, man. They didn't even see how much time I put into this. Let me tell you something. The Lord did. That's why we got to change our attitude because the Lord did. The Lord sees what we do. The Lord seen what Samuel was doing. Samuel didn't care about Eli's kids. Samuel didn't care about Eli. The only thing Samuel was doing was taking care of the church. Amen. And when the Lord spoke to him, the Bible says that, look, Samuel didn't even have to walk around 
telling people that he was a prophet. The people seen that he was a prophet of God because of the way that he was speaking. The people seen that, that he was a prophet of God because he would say the things of the Lord. Amen. Samuel didn't have to go around saying, hey, listen to me, I'm a prophet. The Bible says that people knew. The people knew that he was a prophet. Man, when we humble ourselves unto the mighty hand of God, he will exalt you in due time. Amen. The Lord is not, the, the Lord, he's faithful to the end. The Lord is faithful to the end. Amen. So with that, amen, if we could just all please stand.